Welcome to Opinionated Internet, inundated, going back and forth, we bros, and we blood related. Welcome to our show. Hope you're gonna vibe. If you don't fuck with us, that's fine. Three, two, one. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Bro Opinionated. It is me, Connor Biddle, joined by the one and only, the big dog, the man with a plan. His name is... What's what's going on, guys? Jesse. Oh. Fuck. Your intros have gotten progressively worse as the show's gone. Well, my energy's plummeted. My energy has plummeted You're, during the pandemic. I, I sleep most of the day. Uh, That's not true. Do you? Because I, I know that you actually work way less. really hard. <laughs> I do. I've been stressed out of my mind. That's also yeah. not true, but I've been, you know, busy. But um, you've been grinding. So, I'm Jesse Biddle, one of the co-hosts. Today, it's just you and I, right? We're, we're not joined by Connor. We're not. Or, well, we are joined by Connor. We're not we're joined, joined by, by Connor. Stan. We're not joined by Heath. It's just the it's yeah. just the boys. Dead weight is gone. You know. Yeah, the dead weight's gone, and now we can truly fly and soar, soar the I way we, we're supposed to. Have murdered our brother. Yeah, oh, he's dead. Yeah, he's um, too busy. He's so impossible to pin down. My man is a freaking beast. You know. You know? Um, um, yeah. So. so what what's uh what's going on, bud? What you been up to these days? How you feeling? You know, trying to grind at work, grind at the old sort of uh, creative avenue. Um, so pretty cool stuff, man. Um, you know, the pandemic is it's sort of becoming a way of life at this point. <laughs> it's gonna be really weird. It's gonna be really weird when it's up. I'm gonna not gonna have to do. Yeah. Who's go outside? Right. What? <laughs> no, I'm not going outside. You know, because it's. It's funny. It's like, okay, this is a terrifying pandemic. It spreads super fast. It's horrible. But then you're like, just because Corona's gone, there's still so many diseases you can catch. When you really start worrying about the spread of a virus and spread of bacteria, and then it's just we shouldn't go outside at all. Is basically what I've learned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Don't that's pretty much the uh, that's pretty much the the thing that we've all learned. It's like. Uh, we were taking um, germs for granted, probably. You know, we were taking germs for granted. Yeah, we were kind of like, eh. or we were. It's well, we you, were. I can we hug were, my neighbor. I can, you know, right. Lick whatever I want to lick or whatever. Right. Um, lick, the, lick it up and down. I mean, I, I, you know, I was. I'm thinking about businesses like, for instance, um, WeWork, which was already in the tubes, but you used to have an office there. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like WeWork or a place where like a communal thing is just, I mean, gone. Oh, anything it's gotta go. Is gone. Well, anything, anything that you like can't really track at all where people have been and what they've been up to. You know, that's like, the other thing is a general distrust of humans' <laughs> whereabouts. You know? Yeah, you're just sort of like. Yeah, I mean, I really do. I'm very interested to see how many people say, fuck it, I'm going in for the hug, and how many people say, yeah. I'm never hugging someone else unless they can, you know, give me 30 days of where they've been. They can give me a report um, of where they've been, you know, it's, who, who it's they've been like around. Everybody has become each other's sexual partners. And there needs to be, like, oh, I see. you know how you have to, like, generally weird way to say it, have this but, conversation yeah. of, like, are you clean? Are you there? Hey, have you been tested work. for COVID recently? You know, Can I see like, your antibodies. I just right. want to see them. Otherwise, <laughs> you have, this, them. This, our relationship, you have your antibodies. 
with like, you. Dude, you're my mailman. I don't, I'm not going to show you my inbox. Hand me like, it. I need to know. <laughs> yeah. No. Like, that's um, the way it is, dude. It is the way it is. Uh, right now, it's almost like simpler because it's stay home. Don't be with anyone. It's going to be way more complicated when everyone, of course, there's going to be like the federal and statewide mandates that are changing, but that doesn't mean it's going to change socially. So all the social decisions that people make are going to be vastly different. There's going to be people judging people who are too, like are still want to quarantine. There's going to be people who are quarantined who judge people who aren't. And it's going to be, I think it, the social fallout from all of this is going to be interesting. You know, that's yeah. the next I mean, stage. I've been judging you for your behavior this whole time. But you, yeah, finally agreed yeah. to, you finally agreed to hang out with me and we went and we Gr- played tax the other day. Gritted teeth. Yeah, I did. I mean, I love you very much and I, and, I, and, I, and I believe in your career and I believe in you as a brother and a man. Um, so I said, I'm going to slap a mask on and we're going to go to a park and, uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it and I'm going to try and live my life a teeny bit. Slap um, a mask on you. You made me give you a mask. You wore... What you wore outside as a mask was atrocious. You what wore you like a full it was just a J. Crew fall collection <laughs> scarf. Yeah, I it ordered like, that. It was like forty feet long. <laughs> you had it. There's so many masks online. But I got a I got a J. Crew six time six time fold uh, yeah. scarfy. Dude, that was unbelievable. I was like, this this guy can't be serious for someone who takes this so seriously and you've been so good about quarantine your mask choice is atrocious i know right it's it's weird right but i did get a mask um finally and it's easier to go to the grocery store (laughs) yeah Um, it takes a lot it takes a lot of weight off of me so um but no man it's i'm really interested to see what happens i mean i'm not super excited to see what happens honestly i feel it's gonna be weird for a while so but yeah. anyway, man, uh, today is a day for advice, though. Yeah. Right? Today we're doing, I mean, uh, to, so last episode, we did business ideas, um, business pitches. Today, we're doing relationship advice. There was a lot of people that wrote in to us, so I wanted to just pick three of them. And, okay, sounds um, good. And I actually haven't had a chance to look at them yet, so this is going to be off the cuff, off the top of the dome. We're going off the roof, um, huh? Yeah, so I, I picked yeah. three of them. Um, some of them were maybe a little bit more um, blue than others. Let's put it that way. Um, mm-hmm. But okay. then some were less blue. Um, so do you want to just dive into it? I mean, I'd like to say just to our listeners, like in advance, we don't know what we're talking about, right? Like just in, in, in terms of like, we're not right. professionals. We don't have any real no. advice. And, if, and the, I mean, the real... The advice that I would have is um, if you want good advice, turn this podcast off, right? Stop. Right. This is this is your time to bow out and go away and go actually look on like, you know, a psychologist's site or, you know, whatever. Anything, really. Don't listen to this. Don't listen. I don't want you to. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Well, Zero so our advice is to not part. listen. I mean, that's not totally yeah. great advice. My My specific advice would be like, Generally, when people ask me for relationship advice, I always lead off with like, go to counseling, just in general to everybody, including myself. It's just a good mm-hmm. thing to seek professional help. Yeah, uh, when you're yeah. when things are hard. Um, but uh, and ideally, you can do it before things get hard because then yeah. you're nipping it in the bud before you have to deal with a lot of emotional pain because the pain 
ain't ain't the pain ain't good and, and within a relationship the phrase pain no pain no gain doesn't apply no no in fact it, it's actually no, quite the opposite um yeah so uh yeah i'm gonna have to edit most of this out um so <laughs> <laughs> the first question we have is uh my girlfriend told me about some coworkers who potentially hooked up. One of them is in a relationship with an up and coming good friend of mine. I really would like to tell my friend about what I've heard because I've been in his shoes before and felt like an idiot when I found out everyone knew except me. My girlfriend doesn't want me to tell because he said, she said backlash. Oh, because of the, he said, she said backlash from her coworkers. Telling my friend would be breaking her trust because she told me that she heard in confidence. What should I do? Oh my God, convoluted. Wait, so uh, let me just kind of try and summarize it sort of, I guess. So basically what we're, what we're um, advising on is a, someone, someone's friend, someone found out that his friend's girlfriend is ba- hooked up with someone, right? Yes. And he doesn't, and he, he's wondering if he should tell his friend. Yeah. At one point he refers to this person as an up and coming good friend. I right. think maybe and we I, should just go off the assumption that they're good friends. Right. Well, up and coming good friend means one of two things. It means either he's almost a good friend of his, or he's like an up and comer that like he's about to be successful. <laughs> I don't know which one it is. Oh, that's uh, kind of funny. He's like a young hot shot <laughs> in the tech industry. Exactly. That's literally he's always that's been a I good friend thought. of mine. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I thought about it as like a, like a movie that's coming out in the summer, you know? It's like oh, this summer. I see. So he's almost going to be a friend of mine. I don't know. Either way. <laughs> oh, I, he's planning the friendship to occur. I see. Right. I he's see like, what you're saying. You know, midnight Friday, May 12th. Right, right. You know? He's an up and comer. So should I tell him before? He becomes my friend or, or after. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's just go sorry. off the assumption that they're good friends because otherwise yeah, it makes friends. this a little harder. A little yeah, so basically, should you tell your buddy if you know that his girlfriend cheated on him, right? right? I mean. Even though that, well, so the, the, the debate would be like, is the backlash from telling him worth the, quote unquote, like being the moral hero in this case. The backlash. So like the his ba- girlfriend. So, so if we go, if this is Jim, Jim is the guy who just found out that John's girlfriend cheated on him. Jim is like, I'm going to tell him the backlash from telling John is his girlfriend gets roasted because all of her friends told her in confidence, you know? Yeah. So she gets roasted. Um, and he also obviously relays information to Jim and Jim's heart's broken. So we got Jim's heart's broken and then John's girlfriend is roasted, socially roasted. And then everyone's, everyone's upset or, or, or you got, Jim, Jim doesn't know, and everyone's still fine with it until everything blows up in Jim's face, and right. then John and all of them are like, "Oh, we kind of knew," and mm-hmm. then Jim is obliterated. Yeah. So, 
shoot, man, I'm going to have to vote beyond beyond team. Just tell Jim, tell him. So you just say tell him. Just tell him, hey, man. I think, I think the part that is interesting is, like, he said this happened to him. So, like, this really hits close to home. Right. And if it's never right. happened to you, I imagine it might be easier to keep it kind of a secret. But yeah, I guess. Because it did happen <laughs> yeah. to you, it's right. like, you gotta, you're like, damn, like, I know how this feels. Like, I know it feels. And, and he will find out. Jim will find out. I can promise you that. Whether it's now or 20 years from now, he'll find out. So it's, uh, you know, that I feel like you just got to tell him. And now my question is, like, how, how do you tell him? You know, right. literally, what would, what would you say, Jesse? What would you say to him? So I would say, look, Jim. Yeah, I'm Jim. Okay. Okay, talk Jim. to me. I got something to tell you, man. Oh my God. What is it? Is everything okay, man? You never talk to me like this, bro. Bro. What's I'm, wrong, man? You stop. Yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> Wait, hold on. No, I'm what? just kidding. I'm just kidding. Your girlfriend cheated on you. Uh, wait, I'm so, what? what are you you dropped about? the bomb to soften the blow. Um, <laughs> No, I mean... You dropped the bomb first, I'm dead, and then I go, no, you're not. Well, because I, I almost said your girlfriend's dead, and I was like, that's too dark. That's, that's really dark. Well, you could have said, or you could have like, I'm dying. And then he's like, just kidding, man, but your girlfriend did cheat on you. you yeah. Know, that, well, I wanted to I'm dead. believe in ghosts. Maybe that's kind of a part of his oh, character. ghost thing? Yeah, he's oh, like... Oh, he's a, he's he like thinks a ghost he's, hunter. He, or he likes pretending to be a ghost. That's not a ghost hunter. That's just someone who enjoys pretending to be a ghost. Maybe they both are <laughs> ghost hunters. Neither they're are. They're both just, yeah, they're both ghosts. It's different than you think being their girlfriends hunter. are real? Their girlfriends are ghosts as well. If their girlfriends so are this ghosts, doesn't even matter. One of them is Amelia Earhart. 100%. <laughs> Wait, actually, hold on. This is sent from read, read it. the Pacific at Amelia Earhart.ghost. <laughs> That's crazy. Oops. Damn. She, she made that email after. In the Pacific, she made that one. Yeah. Swim, yeah. swim to the surface, Amelia. Don't make emails and <laughs> and well, ask for advice. Shoot off an email to the broken. That is strange. That's crazy. She's actually she's probably a big listener. Honestly, um, um, they love us under the sea. Um, <laughs> all right. So <laughs> I think I think the obvious answer is to tell your friend, right? Like that's just what a good friend would do. I think that one of the things you'd have to like take into account is one how would he react? Like if you know this person and you know that he could be like violent or whatever, oh. maybe you approach it in oh, a certain type of way. Right? I didn't even consider violence. I didn't consider that. I That's always scary, man. violence, okay? <laughs> all right, man. I'm on uh, high alert all the fucking time. I know you are, dude. You ever um, seen so, a restaurant? I will not sit yeah, I have. my face. That's why I don't go to restaurants with you. I face the you door. You always face the door. You're always spinning around. You ask for a spinny chair so you can make sure you're always spinning. You know? <laughs> or you do that. You do that after they say, no, you can't have a spinny chair. And then you hop on the table and the food goes. Anyway, so Jim, tell Jim, tell him, right? Unless he's a ghost, in which case, don't tell him. Yeah. Um, so, all right. I think we did a great job. But remember, turn us off. All right, next question. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah, so this one's a little bit longer of a question. Um, so a month or two ago, my live-in girlfriend of about two and a half years told me she wanted to go on a break. 
She has been having issues with her family and has put a lot of stress on our relationship. She goes to school and waits tables at night, and I have a full-time job. She had been going out after work for drinks while I was at home because of the work. Because of work the next day, we had a few fights over it, but ultimately I told her I understand why she was doing it and asked her to cut back on it. When she brought up going on a break, she said she felt guilty about how she was treating me and that I just didn't understand what she was going through, so I can't help. I believe her intentions were good, but I did not and still don't want it to be the end of us. We still live together because our lease is only a few months from expiring. We see each other a lot, but don't kiss or anything like that. But other than physically touching, we are the exact same. Usually on the weekend, we do our own things with our own friends and don't talk much. I'm having trouble trying to decide if I should force the issue of us getting back together or let the lease end and just move on. What should I do? Well, wait. All right. Damn. That was longer. It, it looked not that long. And then I started reading it and I was like, this is too long. It's fine. No, I mean, we, we're not going to just, we're not going to shortchange our freaking. Uh, there was a lot of details in there. Yeah. And important details and, and great I job. Feel, I could feel you checking out just a bit, just kind of like the, the me. Yeah. Kind of the palpable energy in the room was like in the room in the virtual room. Yeah. Exactly. What's crazy is I completely checked out for about three seconds and then I, I realized I could, feel and then it. I re- I was like, Oh shit, I have to right. be listening. You right. know, but I, I got it. I definitely got, it. I think I missed the part and I only am inferring here, but I think I missed the part where she's been drinking more. That's is that oh, part of it. So I think it was more that she's been going out that what started the whole thing was she had been going out after work for drinks and he would be at home and she like, wouldn't, I guess, invite him or he felt like there was some type of, you know, he right. seemed mad about it. Right. Shoot, man. Whoopsie. Um, that's tough. But there doesn't seem them? to be any type of uh, infidelity here or anything. No, no. Um, no, it's just hard. It's just life, you know? It's just yeah. life getting in the way, which is tough. Um, can we name him, please? Can you name the female protagonist? Yeah, so her name is Becca, and his okay. name is um, Becky. Gosh. Nope. Uh, his name is his name's uh, Bobby 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 right. and Becca. Bobby, yeah. Bobby and Becca. Okay, so Bobby is basically living so they're living together. Everything's the exact same. Yeah, that part that, is that part. There's no physical I've touch. Seen this happen. This happens in your 20s. Like cuz people go in on this like, together, you know? And then they break up. Like it happens all the time. Yeah, but so the thing that I'm confused by is like everything's the same emotionally. So do they still like talk and like are they still like lali 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 with each other? And then, and then he, I mean, obviously the, that's not the in there, but he said everything is the same. Everything except the physicality is the same. Tells me that it, more than likely it's not actually. Like no there's way. a way that they're like telling each other deep, dark secrets. While <laughs> right. <they're together>, you <laughs> know? But they will not hold hands. They will not hug. Nothing. They were doing social distancing. I mean, this, this question was before quarantine. So. Right. Right, there's practice. Probably, actually, yeah. you know what? They're probably going through it right now. You know, when was the question asked? So sent the to question us, I mean. was sent in. I mean, I probably was fairly February? recently. Mid February. <laughs> they sent this. They sent this to us in February. Yeah. 
Oh my god! Yeah, they literally are during the quarantine. We should hit them up and say how you guys doing during the quarantine. Honestly, I would love to get a re up. Um, yeah. So I think at the end of the day, like if you are, if your two options are, I either like try to get back together, or we just let the lease end and that's it. If you want to make an attempt at getting back together, which it doesn't even totally sound like he does, um, that's why I'm but confused. if you do want to, you got to say something. Right, like you'll regret it forever if you just don't. Say I know it. that's the one thing I'm confused by is like, there's like what let's call it four months left on the lease, and he's like, should I say can we get back together or should I just wait for four months? What about an in between, man? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what about like, hey, where you at? You know, anything yeah. like that? It sounds like they just don't really talk and they kind of do their own thing, and it's really, really awkward, and no one's willing to broach the subject. So, uh. Bobby, you got to talk, dude. First step. Yeah, yeah, that's good advice. I think um, Thanks, I, have a, I have a, almost a better piece of advice, which is mm. maybe a little bit more controversial. Um, but you could theoretically figure out whatever dating app she's on, because more than likely she is. These are millennials. They're both in their 20s. Um, yeah. Create yeah. a bunch of hot guy accounts. And do like a pina colada song, right? Where it's like, you know, this is a pina colada song. He's trying to cheat on his wife. He puts out a thing in the paper. It turns out that she answered it. They end up meeting uh, together. And that's like what that song is. Um, yeah, I knew that. that. So you like trick her into going out on a date. And then you're like, hey, it's me. And she's like, whoa, that's amazing. Let's <laughs> you know? That's an that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. You should try. You should try that, Bobby. Great advice. She's Jesus, like swiping. She's <laughs> swiping through her phone, and like it's like fifty straight, like all one picture, <laughs> stock photo, hot guys. What well, same they're, guy? And they're buying the same guy over and over. Like pina coladas and getting caught. <laughs> that's good. Honestly, I mean, you gotta say that's after two o two, baby. That is freaking good. I mean, but so she see, so she thinks it's a super hot guy. She sees it's guy who she's with all the time, who she wants to break up with. She sees him and says, oh, shit, that was creative. You should have gotten the Uber with me. Like, you ruined <laughs> the surprise. Yeah, um, you followed her. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, wait, he follows her, and she thinks that he's, like, just of being jealous, but then he gets to the date and then she's looking for the guy and he goes, it's me. And then he swipes through 50 stock photos. Out of the bushes. <laughs> he leaps out of the bushes. And... All like, right. Oh, um, I have dinner tonight, uh, but I also have drinks later. So maybe I'll go. He's like, that's also me. <laughs> like, wait, what? They're different They're guys. <laughs> and she starts looking around. Me. She starts looking around. It's all him everywhere <laughs> she's just like what is happening you have to be with me he takes he a figured out how to clone himself yeah. <laughs> he's everyone not oh a bad idea God. become yeah, so just everybody become everyone then you're good that so is actually that's, a bunch of versions of yourself yeah but i guess then they can also move around and have in our whoa sorry whoa everything's got quiet for a sec really fuck that one up jesus whoa. Chop this out. Anyway, um, so clone yourself or make 3D printings of yourself or just talk. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, if if you're (laughs) if you're talk if you talk to her and she says, actually I still don't really feel like 
uh, we should be together, then there you go. But it also seemed interesting because she said, I feel like you can't understand what I'm going through, which is an interesting reason to break up with someone, you know? Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I understand like if she, she's just not, if she's not, she doesn't feel like she wants to have a relationship or feel responsible for someone else. That's reasonable. Right. So it's, um, yeah, being so a relationship is not a joke, you know, it's, maybe it's do some work. digging into why you're getting broken up with, you know, like one of the best things about a breakup is that you can really do some like self-reflection and, and kind of yeah. like figure out what you can do to be better. Yeah. And um, you kind of have, yeah, you have. And to, if somebody's yeah. saying to you, you don't understand what I'm going through and you can't help me while that is obviously right. like a pretty closed minded thing to say to somebody, it also is like maybe a lesson for you in that. Right. Maybe, maybe you could be better. You could be yeah, more you can communicate you better. Know? You could, yeah. yeah. Empathize better. You, you could, could listen more. So listen more. Yeah. I mean, cause people just need someone to talk to a lot of them. You know, you don't need a, the solution. You just I need to be there. That's probably a great piece of universal advice. It's just like, try to reflect on yourself and say to yourself when you go into a conversation, especially with your significant other, that you are going to talk 30% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. You've talked to me about that like, before. Yeah. Just in general, just a life advice. It's a terrible it's a really good you are a, one of two podcast hosts. <laughs> awful yeah. Right. It is bad. But I know um, for but, me, I talk so fucking much that I need to do some like, hey, Jess, like I need to check in with myself and be like, you need to shut your mouth for like you a do second. A great, you do you a great do. job of listening. Don't you worry about that. All right. Well, you do a fantastic you. job. Oh, I get, yeah, let's just compliment each other on the podcast. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, that is really good advice. Honestly, I think listening is uh, a total virtue that people struggle with and like everyone does i do you do but like you should be conscious of it um but it's true i mean listening I, I i heard something some i don't know some psychology video or something about also when someone's going through a hard time they're not talking to you to get a solution they're just talking to you so that you can empathize with them and you can say i feel for you i yeah. you know that's really hard they're not looking for you to say well you know you should try this and that, because that usually just makes someone feel shittier and like they're not doing enough and like they can't right. solve it. And it's just like, no, just be there, listen, and care for someone. That's what people really want, you know? I think, I think everybody in, in their mind is able to, or at least a lot of, most people are able to tell themselves like, I'm going to get through this, I'll figure it out, right? Like they know that in the back of their head, but in right, the moment right. they want to complain and they want to get it out and they want to vent and they just right. literally want somebody whether it's their significant other or their friend or whatever, to just sit there and be like, wow, that sucks. That sucks. That's it. Don't, that don't. sucks. And I'm, that's it. I'm sorry you're going through that. And that's all yeah. you need to say. Yeah. And the only time when I think you, you should say something or try and offer up solution is when someone says, I need your help. Can you, what do you think? Can you give me an idea? Do you have any advice? Whatever. But if someone doesn't ask for advice, typically I feel like they're not looking for it. You know, so many people so, insert their advice into a podcast, you know, <laughs> oh, but I guess oh, these were right ins. What? Still, you know? Yeah, I mean, but no, you're right. And it, it can be it can be harder, though, to not 
give someone advice when you think they could benefit from it. Like I, again, nothing's, nothing simple in this life is basically what we're getting down to. Okay. No one's perfect, but it's a good thing to be conscious of. It's like, don't just insert your advice. Just fucking, you know, only do it if they're, if it's asked for. Um, so basically listen, bro. Are you listening enough? Not you. I'm talking to Bobby. Are you listening enough? Check that Bobby. Yeah. And I think, I think one last thing is, is, um, just, I feel like a lot of people will say something along the lines of like, you don't get what I'm going through. You can't help. Cause I've felt that before. Like, especially with baseball, when things get really hard and they swirl or whatever, it's like people give me advice, but I know that they don't understand what I'm going through, whatever, but right, right, right. Um, it's so easy to lean on that as a crutch. But in reality, like I also don't get what you're going through and the same thing you don't get what I'm going through. So like, to go off of that mutual understanding of like, we're two right, different right. people, our journeys through life are very different. And I can just, you know, you're just trying to help, right? And to understand somebody's intentions is always important. Oh, yeah, that's, that's definitely true. I think that's a very wise thing, too, is yeah, we are all different. We all have different perspectives. Our journey through life is completely different. And no one knows what anyone's going through ever because no yeah. one can and ever just, understand. And that's okay. And it's okay. It is. It's right. You're right. Um, cool. I agree. So you want to go on the last question? Yeah. Sorry, Bobby. Listen more. Yeah. Yeah. And also like, it sounds like it's okay. If you guys break up, breakups aren't a bad thing. They're just a hard thing. They're a hard thing. They're not necessarily the worst thing. Um, okay. So the next question, uh, also kind of on the longer side. So I'm going to need you to lock it in, bud. Um, yeah, also, next I'll time we do this, you're reading them. I want you to know that I hate reading out loud. Remember in class, when you're, you that's to, such a big insecurity of yours. Remember, Just, you're great at reading out loud. Yeah, Stop it. but you remember in class <laughs> when they used to do like, okay, everybody read a paragraph, and then you'd be ahead. Yeah, and then class. you would count. Yeah, and then you count and you figure out which one's yours, and you're like, that's a word I don't know how to pronounce. How do I go to the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how do I go to the bathroom right as it's gonna come up? You got to read your whole paragraph and make sure you know all the words. And because there's, there is nothing worse than like saying a word and the teacher's like, uh, and they just correct you. And everyone's like, <laughs> you didn't know how to idiot. say and crass. I don't know. But so yeah. the, the thing about that is there would always, at least in my experience, I remember one time where one of the girls in class became a little bit of an overachiever and just doubled down on paragraphs right before me. So she read my paragraph. So she fucked your, fucked everything up. So not only had I not listened to any word of the book, I wasn't paying any attention. Now my paragraph was taken and I remember botching the first word, which was like, thankfully or something like that. And I was just like, and I was just like, Oh my God. Oh no, dude. I can picture your brain panicking as she's on the next part. You're like looking around. Has anyone seen this? No one cares. Fast that my paragraph, I couldn't read all of my paragraph. No. That it was yeah. ready. I can only read like the first little. Your brain was hyperactive at that moment. That's crazy. Yeah, but the but the reality also is that no one cares. Like that's the other thing is the whole class is fucking zonked out when they've already done their paragraph and they know it's like chapters up. Nobody's listening. <laughs> Nobody's listening. I'm we have like, so many. In- yeah, go ahead. No, I just go think ahead. it's such a like. I literally don't remember anything <laughs> from ever. So like, why did I worry about anything? What? Nobody remembers the things that happened to me, especially, you know? 
<laughs> I know it's so crazy. You think as a kid, everything's the biggest deal in the world. I mean, think of think of the hindsight as a, as a parent, and you're just like, I mean, how often did our parents probably just want to go? No one gives a shit, man. <laughs> like <laughs> you it know, literally what? doesn't matter. Yeah, but like you can't say that. You have to be like really like caring and like, oh my god, that's so hard. I can't believe she read your paragraph. <laughs> It's funny, I feel like that's kind of the ultimate you don't understand what I'm going through is like when you're like 13 years old that's what you yell at your parents like you don't oh yeah and they're like yeah you know I do get it and I really do get that it doesn't fucking matter (laughs) yeah Yeah. yep totally um yeah that's funny so anyway read this question question. out loud (laughs) paragraph okay and here we go um This one just gets straight into it in a way, which is just, the problem is, I have a fiance already, female, 29. (laughs) I already know where it's going, you know, we don't even do more. So, the problem is, I have a fiance already. (laughs) Already. Female, 29. So, we have been together for around 10 years, just recently bought a house together, no kids, but that might be coming soon. I'm happy with the relationship, and we almost never fight and the sex is great. That is, until lately when I started getting feelings for a woman at work. Now Uh she is almost always on my mind. We have worked together for a few years, but she recently broke up with her longtime boyfriend, and since then, I've been flirting with her a lot. Usually little things like telling her how good she looks and taking it a little further each time. (laughs) (laughs) Now we are texting each other, and let's just say I wouldn't want my fiance reading any of these texts. They are usually accompanied by an LOL or a smiley face, so I don't know how serious she is, but if she has ever acted on them, but if she ever acted on them, I'd be cheating for sure. Uh, I rely, oh, I realize, that is not how you spell that. I realize the easy answer would be to stop flirting at work, but she just is so much fun to talk to and be fun with. And she's super sexy. I would give almost anything to spend one night with her. I have a feeling though, if we ever did anything, it would likely end up with me alone and unemployed. Any advice? Wow. That's brutal, bro. That's what we call a conundrum. We call a nude conundrissimo. Um, yeah, so a couple things. Talk to me. Well, a couple things, and 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 again, I, I don't. I'm this advice is fairly unfounded. I'm 24 years old, but um, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, the one thing that wise, popped though. in my head was I try to be wise, you know, but no. who knows? Um, so the one thing that I <laughs> she called me an owl. I love that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Thanks. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in a full circle. <laughs> I'm not an owl. <laughs> All right. Um. So the one thing that something that people say is, if you are seeking other people actively, and it's not sort of like a, I, I mean, I feel like a drunken mistake might be slightly different. But if you're like actively aware of it, you're flirting with someone consistently, you are thinking that you like you're thinking about them all the time. Blah blah blah. People think that that usually means that there's something in your relationship that you're not, one of your needs isn't being met. Something's not being met. It's, it's interesting that they say they have the, a perfect relationship. I would, I would, I would 
kind of assume that that maybe isn't true. And I'm not saying it's as simple as that. Like things can be great and you're, you know, whatever, whether it's your dick or your heart, you know, it just, it gets messed up. Um, you know, I, I definitely think that that person probably is like open. Well, I don't know. Like, I feel like sometimes you, you can be, Oh, even though you have a great relationship, some people kind of allow themselves to still be available, if that makes sense. Um, like, I feel like they kind of allow their heart to be like a little open or like they're like to be like, well, maybe. And that I feel like often leads people to thinking like that. So um, the one thing that I would say is, I mean, he's, he's screwed, right? He's completely screwed. So he's going, there's, he's not... I like how Sorry, where he is, where he's like, if anything was to ever happen, I feel like I'd just end up all, all alone and unemployed. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's, I mean, this, yeah, he really, he really, uh, he's going to act on it for sure. So uh, the one thing that I would maybe say is the only possible scenario in which everyone potentially emerges from it happily is if he approaches his, uh, well, he approaches his fiance and says, Hi there. Uh, I love you very much. I'm getting a little confused. I don't want to act on these feelings. However, I'm also feeling like I'm just feeling nervous that I might act on them. And I'm—I mean, the, basically, it's like, would she be open in? Would she be open to him? I don't know. Open relationship, polyamory, uh, some form of something to get this kind of urge out whether it's an, I don't know if it's an urge or if it's like true feelings, you know, everyone's different with that. I feel like, so. Yeah. I, I don't think, know, man. You, know, you, you have to do a little hard in this situation as to like, okay, why am I doing this? Right? Like, is it because right. I am like very interested in, in this coworker and I think that I can see myself getting married to her or is it because it's just like something that's fun that's right in front of me. And I just like, am kind of freaking out. At one point, exactly. how she's 29, he doesn't say how old he is. So I would assume he's around that. So let's say 28 to 30. They've been together for 10 years. That means all of his 20s were spent in this relationship, um, mm -hmm. which like is a beautiful thing. And that's great. Um, but sometimes that can cause people to but like lash yeah. out in a way like this that yeah. really has, doesn't necessarily have to do with the fiance or the significant other. It's like, just yeah, true. They didn't. That was lying dormant that they were kind of suppressing. Right, and or yeah, exactly. Or or it's yeah, it's sort of a feeling of like you know if if he maybe maybe yeah maybe the whole time he was kind of like shit. I'm not sure about this. Um, it obviously becomes more real um, when he's uh, has a fiance and is actually about to get married. So if that if those feelings were there at yeah at all, they're gonna just skyrocket it's also self-sabotage is a very real thing so um sometimes our uh subconscious and whatever can get in the way of things that would would make us happy and we just sabotage them because we're scared and you can't even really tell but um you know it's interesting that he knew her for a little while too um so, so, so she's been around. It's not like she's like a, I don't know, some new thing. So it's like, not thing. Okay, I'm not. You know what I meant? Yikes! Christ. 
man. I wasn't saying she was a thing. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like, if you've been with somebody for 10 years, uh, you should be able to have this type of conversation with them, which is just like an open and honest and real conversation. Um, and, you know, hopefully sh- it, it will go well and it, and it will be helps and, and uh, kind of gets rid of a layer of your relationship that might be um, getting in the right. You know, I mean, it's also it's it's, you know, I think it. it you know, it's, it's possible that he could bring it up and, you know, he hasn't acted on it or anything. I mean, it's not, it's not good that he's been flirting consistently and like texting her and shit like that. Um, it'd be a little different if he, I guess, was like just struggling with it by himself. And then he was like, look, I'm struggling with this and I'm confused. And he was like very honest with his fiance and, you know, so, cause obviously it'd be hard. It wouldn't be easy at all. His fiance would feel uncomfortable. There'd be a lot of struggles there, but at least he oh, he talked about it, and from there, I think there might be some sort of game plan to to help it. I mean, even maybe him voicing it would help quell those feelings. You know, I don't know. It's possible. Yeah. Maybe there's something because it's just sneaky and mysterious about it. Uh, um, you know, one of my favorite stand-up comedians ever has a thing where he just says, "Like, you should just have a threesome conversation." Like most people don't actually want to do it because of all of it's just especially with your like wife or whatever but right. you just want to know that it's something that could potentially be mm-hmm. available. right once you have that conversation all those demons are like gone <laughs> and you, you just, right and, and then you just move on with your life right you're like oh, you're oh i could you know no, that's not i don't actually want that i just want it because i'm not supposed to have it you um, know your partner's just like cool and it's just like something you guys can talk about right it's an open fun thing that's in the air now and it's not something right inside of you or you're thinking about whatever exactly um, yeah and so yeah the type of conversation that this guy needs to have with his lady yeah no i mean that that sounds right dude i mean I, it's definitely hard and complicated for this guy and uh but you know he just needs to talk to his fiance he needs to not act on anything okay mister don't act on anything don't do anything you know he knows that like yeah he's clearly like i know this is a really bad idea but uh, and and i think that this whole like she just got out of a relationship he's in one but he's like kind of teeter-tottering clearly like and they're just sending these flirty texts i think that both of them if i just had to make a sweeping assumption wouldn't actually do it but they're both like enjoying the flirty aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, you know, that's, you know, yeah, it's possible. It is definitely possible. I mean, I also think, you know, for her, it could be sort of a fun quote unquote rebound situation where it's like, this is kind of cool because I know he's not going to act on it. So I can be right. like, sort of like flirt and like kind of get some, maybe, I don't know, attention from the opposite sex that feels nice or whatever. Um, so, there's definitely could be a ton of other reasons for it. So my hope is that he hasn't done it already. Cause he seems like he's on the path, path to destruction. Um, and that just doesn't seem good. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, you know, we're all just sacks of skin who are walking around asking for validation. You know, that's all we want. We don't want any. Yes, it is all we want. We're just, it is what we, yeah, you're right. We like, 
and we yeah. need validation from others. We just need people to tell us that what we're doing is good. Good job. <laughs> That's it. I've said this to Annie probably a hundred times. I said, if you tell me that a hat looks good on me, my confidence, my shoulder, like I grow three inches. And that's how at least three. I've seen it. I've seen it. It's like, like that's all I need. I don't need anything else from you. Yep. I know. Looks good on me. And I will. That is, you know, you know, just a thought though I've been having lately. What? So many. I just, I mean, like, I've been realizing, I've been thinking like, like, I just think like, so we, we create this narrative as a society. You meet the love of your life. You, it's, it's great. It's blissful. You have a family, right? And it goes great. That's the narrative. I just am thinking like, the reality is a relationship takes a lot of work. It takes, it's like, and, but you have to be, I think honestly that you have to be, not everyone should be in relationships is what I'm trying to say. Like literally, I just think there are people who probably aren't willing to put in the effort that it takes to be in a relationship. Yeah. It is, it is so, there's so much, there's so much compromise. There's so much, you know, and it, like some people want to feel responsible for someone else and want to care for someone else and want to, you know, and, and, and then ideally it's balanced for on both sides where both parties are like, I love you. I want to care for you. I want to be responsible for you. I want to like prioritize you. And spend time with you you know and then there are people who prioritize things differently you know and it's like i don't and and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that but it's just interesting because i feel like we're, it's basically like everyone's supposed to have their um the love of their life and it's supposed to work out like that and it's like i just feel like some people shouldn't shouldn't be striving for that because it's unless they want it you know it's just a weird thing where it's like yeah you don't have to want that yeah, you know, I think that you realize when you are in a relationship, one of the, like, if you think about it, it's like, there's, there is like an ego stasis that that a relationship needs <laughs> to meet, where like, if somebody's extremely egotistical, they push the stasis this way, and they need somebody who is the other way, so that it can meet, do you see what I'm saying? And like, I think so. Are, so, I think. In a lot of ways, it's like, if you are, basically, in order to have a good relationship, you have to be able to put somebody in front of yourself and put somebody's needs in front of yours when it's needed, right? Like, not all the time, of right. course, but that's like how a relationship right. works. And then they have to do the same for you. And it has right. to go forth. And if you are a 17-year-old kid, it's very hard to realize that. Yeah. You don't have the emotional capacity to do that. A lot of right. some people do. Um, right. but I think that what you're talking about is like, it, it's just, that, that's, that's not for everybody. Some people just don't want to do that. Which is like completely, like, I just want to make it clear. I mean, at no part of me is like, wow, you don't want to be in a relationship. No. Cause that's completely fine. No. And I think like, I just, I, I feel like there's always in for everyone, even if someone right now is like, oh yeah, you know, I'm not ready. That's, you know, I get it. But it's like, almost like there's still this assumption that they will be ready or that, you know, yeah. it's like, and, and I don't know. I just, I just feel like we just don't need to push that narrative. Like yeah. it's, it's really, I don't, I really don't think it is for everyone. Um, I think it's going I, down. I feel like marriage rates are going down, not just like divorce rates, or whatever, but like, like you feel like it or is there data on that? Or you just got a feeling, got feeling about it? Yeah. I got feeling, 
gut feeling. I get, your gut feelings I get, are. That's that's. I, I get your punches are. The senses. <laughs> You you got the Census Bureau? Um, Yeah, the Bureau's in Jesse's body right now. Um, But, so. Yeah, uh, I think, though. But anyway, I know, and I I just think, I I mean, the whole narrative, I think, is changing in general about what a relationship should be, what people should be striving for. I think, you know, kids are becoming, again, it's a gut feeling, but kids are becoming less of a, like having a family is less of a priority. It's really about you and what you want as adults. And if you want a family, great, but don't feel pressure to do it. And I love that. I think, cause I think, dude, I mean, freaking heck, we're all so different as people. Like how could we, how could we possibly think that we all want the same exact thing? Love, family, house. Like it's like, I mean, I do want, I I do want a house one day. Yeah, um, that's not a bold thing to say. That's not like out of the you know, dude, like dude, 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 dude. I just realized I want a house. Yeah. <laughs> Is no, okay, that, um, it, you're you're like you're onto something, and people are uh, starting to hopefully realize that like you know you can kind of do your own thing. That's that's how we do this, um, and and a relationship doesn't have to look one specific way. Um, right. And the idea right. that like one person will just supply everything you possibly need emotionally for the rest of your life is such a burden to that person. And it's oh so much God. to carry. So it's like, yeah, how can exactly. we manipulate it so that I, as your significant other, have less responsibility or less, you know, there's less for me to have to give you but also because that will help me be the best partner i can be to you you know i know i mean this is why they say you know you got to work on yourself before you can be in a relationship you gotta be independent you gotta have all this stuff and i I, and i don't i I mean i definitely think that that's very helpful but i think it also has its pros and cons if you're you know if you're too independent and you don't let someone be your partner whatever it doesn't matter Basically, I think what we're what we're getting at here is being in a relationship is really complicated and and hard, and it's different for everyone. And I and I and I think that's a good thing to acknowledge because it really is, man. Every relationship looks different, and every person has a different idea of what an ideal relationship is and means to them. I just and it's one of the other like the narrative that like relationship it should be easy, you know? Right. Like, right. That's such an easy thing to say, but in reality, right. it's like, it should be easy when things are easy, but things aren't always easy. Like, right. And really I, I think that's, I think that's like, it's just what it should be is it should like, I don't know, I guess what it, what am I trying to say? I mean, I was going to say like, it should maybe feel, still feel good. If that makes sense. Right. Like relationships worth, should feel good, it. but it doesn't. Right. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean it's always rain. And I also think some people are going to have a easier relationship than other people, but there's also, you know, I, I think again, it's, yeah, it's very different, different across the board and what, and it's also about like what you want in a relationship, right? Like some people want a, a easy going, really mellow, chill relationship. And then some people are like maybe a little bit more, into not that you know i think that's completely fine i think it's all about figuring out what you want and i think it's like sometimes i think finding someone that's going to last a while is like really about figuring out your own needs and then 
once you actually figure those out, that then aligning with someone. And I think it takes different people, different amounts of time to figure out what their needs are, if that yeah. makes sense. That's and then once you are able to do that, then you can actually find someone who, who, who is, who's the thing that meets those needs, like the needs that are important to you. I don't know. It's, Freaking complex, dude. No, but I, I think just to finish this thought, and I, we need to kind of cut this at some point. I got I have some work that came in, but I'm yeah, sort of. Yeah. I, I think just to, to put a bow on this, um, there was there was like a meme I saw that was like kind of popular, and it was like, "If we're not getting married, then what's the point?" You know. Mm. And I think about it as just like that's such a shitty way to look at entering into a relationship, and you see so many people who are like well, I can't see getting married to that person. And it's like, I mean, I understand right. logic, but there's such mm-hmm. an important nuance that you can't really learn until you actually are in a relationship with somebody. And then you can learn about your preferences and what you're looking for in someone. And then also, what the hell do I have to offer somebody else? And like, what do I yeah, and someone, you know? Yeah, and what are the things that this person are gonna, is going to say, this is something that you need to work on? Exactly what you just said. It's like, that is, that is the most valuable information you can possibly get. Mm-hmm. And I think the only real way to get that is in a committed relationship. And you're right. That's a terrible way. I mean, it's not a good way of looking at it. I do get it. Like, I understand why that is the thought. But, like, I think the thing that makes me sad is if it's, like, I really like this person. We get along great. Everything's going great. But I can't really see marrying them. So, right. see ya. It's like, well, wait, what if you, like – grew with them and learned a lot about yourself with them. And I mean, it, it's, it would have to be a mutual understanding of that for sure. Cause that would get murky if you just didn't say anything and they were like, we're going to get married. And you're like, yeah, but you know, you're not. Um, I, but I think, yeah, go ahead. I actually love the idea of like, okay, you're three dates in, you realize I'm probably not going to marry this person. You say to them, I don't see us getting married, but I would love to continue this on like a date by date basis. Yeah. And then they're like, and, you know what? I don't see it either. Or I wasn't really worried about that. I don't plan on getting married anytime soon anyway. And then it's exactly. like, both just gotten rid of that. You got rid of it. We're just going to have fun. And, and then you just, be, then you start to build like a, okay, tell me all the things that I need to work on. And then I'll tell you all the things that you need to work on. And we can. Yeah. Like almost like a syst- systematic relationship that's just <laughs> built to <laughs> then get you to your next <laughs> relationship. Yeah, that's uh, kind of right. funny. Honestly, I mean, like that building, is. I'm like a building block boyfriend, you know. Like, yeah, that's that's fairly. And I take great notes, you know. I feel like have I seen that in something? I don't know, but I feel like that's honestly that's like should be a service. Is like basically I what good luck Chuck is. <laughs> is it? Jeez, I, I don't I don't recall. <laughs> um, but I think I think that's an interesting concept. Is like. Uh, what if there was just sort of services that are, it's a year long service and yeah. you are each other's building partners and you, you help each other figure out your needs and what you like in someone. And I, I really wonder how emotionless that is. Like, I don't know exactly what, that seems very hard <laughs> to successfully so curate, but if, it's if interesting. We company, what we would do is we would basically hire out girls guys we would we would basically be matchmakers but 
they're not supposed to last forever. <laughs> so that is loosely based on a Black Mirror episode. Is it? Which is like the one. I don't remember that one. They go into the date and they're told exactly how long they're going to be. Oh. But oh. What what yeah. I'm thinking is that this person is hired out by our company to date like five different people. And so they're keeping a relationship with five different people, but it's not even necessarily sexual. It's kind of more like I'm going to like it's emotional coach, but like an like a hands on like an actual. But you're in it. You're in it, and you observe someone. It's like I mean, you're a therapist. You're almost a therapist. You're like a therapist. You're a live-in therapist or something. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine having a therapist live with you and constantly analyze you? That might that might drive some. That might drive me crazy. (laughs) <laughs> a lot. But it's not really it's not a therapist like she you know they're a professional they're sort of a, a hybrid of therapist and partner I, I, mm. <laughs> that's good like, what did i do this time <laughs> that's not yeah uh, what kind of a relationship is is like having I, somebody just I guess, do but the things you do i guess but then you also have the added the, the the beautiful part of it which is called love which is definitely something that we would be missing in this business venture but i'm inter- interested in it this has been an hour-long episode um yeah and only three questions hour long you know and that's that's how much we like to hear ourselves speak jesus christ <laughs> breaks, kid. That's what I'm at, rate, rate and subscribe below if you like their advice um and uh email yeah, us. keep on writing us in what's our email Bropinionated.pod at gmail.com. Um, hey, you heard so, that here. Con, great to see you. Love you, Great bro. to see you, man. Stay safe, and I'll you know talk to you soon. Uh, love you. All right, man. Can't wait till the next episode. And uh, for everybody out there, hasta la vista, and wash your fucking hands. If you had a good time, you can rate and subscribe. And if you want to go further, you can follow us live. We up on the IG where we go by. Bro, opinion 88 with the underscore pod. Releasing episodes, damn, like every single Monday. Used to be a shit day, but now we call it fun day. All right. Okay, that's enough. Oh, wait. Oh. See, you, see you later, guys. All right. Bye.